Back to Legacy of Mom podcast. I'm Tina. I'm here with Brett. How are you doing today, Brett? Good. <laughs> we are actually literally sitting next to each other, which is such a treat because we don't always get to do that. Um, how fun was Tuesday for your birthday? That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I was, it's kind of nice though when you go into doing things with no expectations. Like I, there was no plans or anything. And then last minute, we just decided to do certain things and it just all turned out so nice. It, like was, it was so fun. It just flowed so nice. The day was great. I know. And I was looking back at that. My plans were all changed up. And I ended up coming up here earlier and all the things. And had I not done that, then all of that other stuff wouldn't have happened. And so it was really cool to see God put it all together. So it was a lot of fun. And it's fun. been fun to be here. So today we want to talk about spiritual warfare. And I know that for a lot of people, this is a, a scary subject, but it doesn't need to be. Yeah, no, not at all. And it's a subject that we don't talk about enough. And um, I think a lot of times I know with raising you guys, there were issues that came up that ended up being like spiritual warfare issues. Mm -hmm. And we dealt with it at that level and it was a done deal. Uh, yeah. And I, I think because you raised us where like from the very beginning, I'll just dive right in. Um, I know I struggled with like nightmares and seeing things in my room, like black figures and whatnot. And then in, instead of, you know, saying, well, you're you're going to be okay and just kind of brushing it off. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to say, like, don't ever brush that off because it is real. And these are actually things that I still remember to this day experiencing. But you kind of came at it where you were like, okay, this is how we deal with it. Mm -hmm. This is what you say. You look at it in the name of Jesus, go away. And it was a very basic prayer, easy to understand. And obviously very effective. Yeah. And it, yeah. it in since it worked, I was never afraid. I was never scared. Right. I just knew how to deal with it. And I think just being like that being our normal, yeah. it never threw me off mm -hmm. throughout my life. Yeah. So yeah, it didn't it it I wasn't like unaware that the enemy like has schemes, plans, and purposes to attack us. Like it's it's not like, you know, we accept Christ and like he, the you're you're just under this protection from the enemy where nothing will ever happen. But like the enemy is is still there and his plans haven't changed and he is there to seek, kill, and destroy. And he's not gonna not ever attack you ever again, yeah. no matter where you are in your walk with Christ. Yeah, and I feel like we need to back up just a little bit and explain what we're talking about when it, we're talking about spiritual warfare, because a lot of times we don't hear it in our churches very often. Some churches do talk about it. Most don't, though. Yeah. And um, when we're talking about spiritual warfare, we're talking about how there's an unseen world. Yes. That's all around us. And I always say we see about 20% of reality with our own eyes. Mm -hmm. And then the other 80% is what's going on around us. Right. And there's a spiritual war going on. Yes. And it, and the Bible talks about that in Ephesians 6. Yeah. That our, our battle isn't against flesh and blood. It's against the principalities and the authorities and the spiritual realm. Right. And it's learning how... 
when we pray that we are affecting that spiritual battle. Right. So once I learned that and understood the reality of what was going on around me and learned, you know, that in the name of Jesus, the enemy has to flee. Right. Um, I, I would venture to say you were probably the one child that we really cut our teeth big time on the spiritual warfare issue because you were the one who had the most trouble with it. Yeah. It yeah. started when you were very little. I was very sensitive to it, to the spiritual realm. Which isn't surprising because you have a gift of discernment. Right, right. And kids who are more sensitive to the spiritual realm are going to have things come up. And it was, I remember Patty saying to me, Look, when your kids say that they see a boogeyman or a monster or something in their room, don't ignore that. Yeah, no. Give them the tools that they need to fight that. Right. And so that's what we would do. Yeah. If you would see something in your bedroom, we would, we, at first we went in and prayed over you and that worked for a while. Yeah. And then it didn't work. Mm -hmm. And I remember Patty saying to us, you need to teach her how to do spiritual warfare. Yeah. Yeah. And we just took a little three by five card. And stuck it up on your headboard, and we said, if you see something in here, this is what you pray. Mm-hmm. I think you were probably eight or nine. Yeah. Maybe. And um, that's what we did. Yeah. And you learned to say that, and you say that out loud, and it went away. And so you knew how to do that. Right. So same with Zach and Carlene. Yeah. When they came along, that um, – you know, like Zach would see stuff. Yeah. And we went straight to teaching him how oh, yeah. to do it. Yeah. You know, and he was like three or four. And I was like, in the name of Jesus, yeah. leave. And that's what I do with um Mila, who not too long ago, maybe like a year ago, she was seeing she just kept saying, Mommy, there's a scary bear over there. There's a scary bear in her room at night. And I said, Okay, we're going to look at that bear and say, in the name of Jesus, go away. And he's going to go away. He has to flee in the name of Jesus and mm-hmm. he will be gone. And so I, I told her that and she did it. She looked at it wherever it was and said, in the name of Jesus, go away. She never once complained about that bear again. And I asked her, I said, is the bear gone? She said, yeah, he's all gone. And then she went to sleep. Like, yeah. It was yeah. never scary. It uh, yeah. was just this is how you deal with it. And I think that's the thing. The lie the enemy tells us is, is if I talk to my children about spiritual warfare, it's going to scare them. Right. But right. the truth is, if you don't give them the tools to be able to do spiritual warfare, they are going to be scared. Yeah. And when they see that happen, when they see the bear go away or the flying things in the oh, go away. <laughs> I remember Zach. I'm so excited. I remember Zach and Carlene were home. You and Mark were at school and Zach and Carlene were playing while I was taking a quick shower and Carlene opened her closet door and saw something in her closet. And Zach's like, I got you. I got this. (laughs) And he goes running in there and he's like, in the name of Jesus, go away. And they came running in the bathroom and they were so excited because Mm -hmm. they're like, mommy mommy Carlene had something in her closet and I went in there and said the name of Jesus go in I'm like good for you like little warriors you know understanding how to do that it really wasn't scary there was nothing more said about it right but here this is how this translates in two ways and this is how this changes the legacy is what you're saying you're walking you're teaching Mila how to do spiritual warfare yeah and Zach said to me once, he was in a hotel because he's an airline pilot. Mm -hmm. So he's in hotel rooms all the time. And he said to me, I went into this hotel room and there was this 
dark presence while I was trying to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. And he said, I got down on my knees. I did spiritual warfare. I got back in bed and slept like a baby. So that's like how you know this is real. Right. And so many people are struggling with this and and don't even know. Yeah. Because like bottom line, basic, you're either walking in your flesh and obedient to the enemy or you're walking in the spirit and you're obedient to Christ. Like Mm -hmm. we get two choices here. Like Satan is a fallen angel. We we know this. So, and he tempted Adam and Eve in the garden. Like this goes back to that. So it, it's that's what it is. So there is a right. spiritual battle going on well, he tempted, all the time. He tempted Jesus. T- yeah, it's always tempted. He tempted Jesus. All of mankind. And I think the way we deal with spiritual warfare is the way Jesus dealed with it. De- dealed with dealed, it. Dealed with it. Dealt with it is he used Jesus used scripture. Yeah, against it, and mm-hmm. that that was the thing. It was learning how to do battle. And, and that's it. And it's knowing what's really important is, first of all, like you always say, in order to spot the lies, you have to know the truth. So we need to know the truth, first of all. We also need to know Satan. We need to have an understanding of the enemy and his his games and his schemes and and like how how he is and what what he's doing a little bit. And um, you know, so the way I see it is is like Anything that's counterfeiting God mm-hmm. in any way is a scheme of the enemy. And, you know, like confusion and mm-hmm. fear and and division mm-hmm. and distractions, like all of those he's things. He's stirring the pot. He's stirring the pot. So being able to recognize these details within the spiritual battle, that because that's all part of the spiritual battle and knowing right. like that's your target. That's what you're fighting. That's what mm-hmm. – so a lot of times, like we've said before, the enemy will – throw we've talked about distractions at you distraction 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 and and if you don't recognize that what i'm doing like say what i'm doing right now is distracting me from my husband my family the word of god like yeah. being in relationship with christ like then you're not going to know to that that's where the battle is and right. and you won't recognize it to be able to turn around and walk away from that yeah. so we really have to understand his his games and right. his and the, schemes. And the Bible says that, that yeah. in First Corinthians, not to be unaware of the schemes of the enemy. I think there's two things that, two errors that we make. Number one. Yeah. yeah I know you're going I with know, this. Yeah. Is we either ignore the whole spiritual realm and, and we're told. I've, I've talked to people who've been told, if I ignore Satan, he'll leave me alone. Right. Which is a total lie. Biggest lie. He would love for you to believe that. And then it's the other side, the other pendulum that swings the other way. And it's, we see a demon around every corner. Right. Obsess over it or to ignore it. Right. It's one or the other. Right. And we need to understand that our focus is on Jesus Christ. Yeah. And that it's possible that there might be a demon around every corner. Mm -hmm. But we know what to do with the demon if we run into it around the corner. Right. And we move on. Right. It's not a focus on enemy. It's a focus on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as we're trying to focus on Jesus and do what he's called us to do and raise our children to follow him and know him, the enemy's going to try to get in there yeah, and do stuff. And the other thing we have to remember, too, is the enemy likes to use people in our lives as weapons against us. Mm. And like a lot. Yeah. And knowing that and understanding that 
you know, someone, especially somebody who isn't walking with Christ is going to be easily deceived by the enemy in this way. Mm-hmm. And knowing and understanding that and, and, and knowing that that's where the battle is and you're not, it's like in Ephesians, we're not battling each other. We're not ba- battling flesh and blood, but we're, you know, it's recognizing that, well, you know, the enemy is here yeah. using this person to speak all this nonsense into my life to get get at me, get under my skin, to hurt me, yeah. to tear me down mm-hmm. and you know recognizing that and praying against that and praying for that person. Yeah. Um will make the biggest difference because the enemy is very crafty. He is. He's very and, sneaky. That's why and, we need to know the word. Right. And you always say if you believe you are beyond being deceived, then you've already deceived yourself. That's exactly right. And that what you that that statement, which I heard a long time ago, has always stuck with mm-hmm. me. And yeah. and to recognize that yeah, I just because I know and understand the truth of the word doesn't mean that the enemy can't. Yeah like get to me in any way. So I know like a lot of people are, this is new to a lot of you guys that are listening to this. So where you start is by knowing who you are. Mm -hmm. You have to know your identity in Christ in order to do spiritual warfare. And the best way that I know to tell you how to do that is to go read victory over the darkness by Neil Anderson. Mm -hmm. That teaches you the power of your identity in Christ and then his follow-up book on that is The Bondage Breaker. Mm-hmm. And he he talks about spiritual warfare. I don't know why we don't talk about this more because it's really the key to living in victory. Yeah, and in freedom. In Christ and freedom. Yeah. And being able to move forward. It's like you said with Mila, like, yeah, bear's gone. Moving on. Yeah. It was no big deal to her. Yeah. And it shouldn't be any big deal because this is basic Christianity for us. Yeah. This is the this is the way we should be functioning on a daily basis. Yeah. And and knowing the schemes of the enemy and and knowing that there there are uh, you know not to get like too like detailed um so we don't have like a ton of time but there are demons and they do exist and there are these spirits so specific spirits like spirit of fear, spirit of contempt, right. fear, spirit of confusion and and mm-hmm. just like being able to and I know like like I'm not able to just always spot a specific no spirit Sometimes of whatever I need to talk to somebody yeah talk to, like that find I know somebody can discern those things yeah you know it's I, very I helpful think the easiest example of this that we've all walked through is covid Mm-hmm. Because COVID brought with it a spirit of fear. Yes. A fear a spirit of fear fell over our country. Yeah. Everybody was afraid to get sick. Everybody was afraid the the mask thing, all of the things we were reacting in fear mm-hmm. so much. Yeah. And that was an actual spirit of fear. Yeah. And it's still trouncing around here. Right. You know, and and scaring people and and all of the things. So the way to deal with that is to recognize it for what it is. Mm-hmm. First of all, it's sin because yeah. over 365 times in the Bible, it says, do not fear. Yeah. Yeah. So it's confessing it as sin. And then it's like, I reject Satan in the name of Jesus and the spirit of fear. Yeah. And I'm moving forward. I'm agreeing with the Bible that this was wrong and that I don't need to be afraid because God has told us not to be afraid multiple times. Right. And I can move forward in that. And that is spiritual warfare. I mean, it's yeah. simple. And it, that's why it's, it's so important, nothing. too, because the enemy, it, he wants you to sin all the time. Mm-hmm. He wants to keep you in bondage. He doesn't want you to be free. 
so like mm-hmm. if we don't recognize if we if we're not recognizing the spiritual battle and the root of all of this and, and and knowing how to fight it then we yeah. are going to live in in sin and in bondage yes. and and not have that freedom like that is his that's his I think goal. the other thing that the lie that we buy in this is that that's just how I am yes and it's not god it's didn't not. create us that way no and especially as believers in christ we are we have been set free yeah we don't have to bow down to sin we mm-hmm. don't have to bow down to the enemy we don't have to bow down to any of this stuff no we can walk in freedom but i hear it so many times yeah me well too. that's just how they are like i was like this from the beginning and that's just how i am and this is just how my pre- that is just a missed opportunity for growth just it stands in the way of all that God created you to be. Right. And it's not how God created you. Yeah. No. Sin, this is a fractured image of the image of God in you because mm-hmm. of sin. Sin fractures the image of God in us. Yeah. And as we begin to walk in freedom from these things, it begins to write that image mm-hmm. of who we are. Yeah. And this side of heaven, it's never going to be the perfect image. No. But we are being redeemed. Yeah. And we are being sanctified. And so I think we have to remember that we don't have to bow down to this stuff. Yeah. That we can walk in freedom. You can. Yeah. Complete freedom. You want to pray? Sure. Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time that we've had together. Thank you for this podcast, for all that you're doing through this. Lord, I thank you for all of our friends who are listening. I just pray, Lord, that they would recognize where the battle is, the spiritual battle, Lord, that they would be able to recognize it and understand it and be able to target um, their their prayers where they need to go, Lord, and that they would be able to walk in freedom over sin and bondage and, and all that comes their way. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. 